Happy Wednesday, everybody. It is Wednesday, March 16th, which means there's another edition of WeatherWise Out. I'm meteorologist Sloan Haynes, and today I have... Meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. And we are talking about why we are both so tired. Well, maybe not Ulysses, but definitely me. I, I think a few tears were shed on um, Monday morning when my alarm went off at 2, and I was just like, oh, no. You kidding? We lost that hour of sleep on Sunday. That's because daylight savings did start. So that means we sprung Four. forward mm -hmm. an hour. But you know what? Like, it's like hot and cold, like good, bad, because we sprung forward an hour. So we lost that hour of sleep. But we're only, we're close to the start of spring. It starts on Sunday. So that means we're really going to start to see those nicer, warmer temperatures as we head into the weekend. But when we fall back an hour, it gets colder outside. So I guess it's the way to think about is even though we lost that hour of sleep, that just means we're getting more towards those warmer months. No, yeah, I agree. Like, I guess it's a catch-22. You just got to look at it, you know, the glass half full like you're doing right now because, like you said, we are making our way towards warmer times. And I know our weather here this week is definitely going to be on the milder end. So it's definitely springing forward. Mm -hmm. I know Sunday it didn't feel like we sprung forward overall because our temperatures were like 40 degrees outside. So I know I joked about that on air <laughs> uh, last week, how we were springing forward our clocks, but yet not our temperatures. And um, But, yeah, definitely, um, you know, yeah, we lost that hour of sleep, but at least we're getting, you know, a later sunrise and a later sunset. So um, daylight savings did start many years ago. We've practiced it for a while here in America. I believe it did start by Ben Franklin. And typically it's um, denoted by us moving those clocks or springing forward an hour in the spring on the second Sunday in March. And then we fall back an hour. So we gain that hour back on the first Sunday in November. So that's typically the timing for this. Now again, so we spring forward an hour, we lose an hour, we fall back an hour, we gain an hour. I like the falling back an hour more. I sort of like that hour, extra hour sleep, even though no, we are going to lose it. But just to talk a bit about why it did start. So Benjamin Franklin did come up with this. He had the idea to do this, to reset the clocks in the summer months as a way to conserve energy. So by moving the clocks forward, people could take advantage of the extra evening daylight rather than wasting energy on lighting. So I guess that's a good way to save some energy. I guess yeah. that's a good idea. But at the same time, you're losing that hour of sleep or you're gaining an hour of sleep and your clocks are thrown off. But there are places in the U.S. who don't observe um, daylight savings so they just keep their clocks the same all year so there are places in the US that have chosen not to do this I know a lot of places like um, touristy areas choose not to observe Ari this because I know they, Arizona yeah. is like a big state that does not do it, except for the Navajo um, nation area of Arizona does, does do it because they can have that extra hour of tourism yeah. technically because let's be honest here if you're on vacation you're not leaving until maybe eight o'clock in the morning to go to breakfast. You're not waking up at your normal six o'clock in the morning. So now what we're seeing since daylight savings did start was I believe on Saturday, our sunset was a little past six o'clock mm -hmm. in the evening. And then on Sunday, 
Um, our sunset was past 7 o'clock in yeah. the evening, so we did gain that hour. It's been a real nuisance for me, as Ulysses knows, because of my schedule. So even though uh, Benjamin Franklin said that we should do this to, you know, save some energy, this was back, you know, 19, or the 1780s rather, but it wasn't until 1918 that the United States actually adopted this. So it took a while for people to get onto the daylight savings train. No, yeah, absolutely. And definitely, you know, when it comes to the whole daylight savings thing, like you said, it was just mostly because of energy consumption and, uh, you know, and just so that people can enjoy more time being outside and do more outdoor activities. So just taking advantage more of that extra daylight that we're having, even though it doesn't feel like extra daylight, but yet it does mm -hmm. because all we did was just shift the clock an hour later. But yeah, it's really just uh, more about just when it comes to energy and even economic reasons um, mm. why this kind of still exists to today. And I know like the ongoing argument continues, uh, you know, across the entire country with states that want to either get rid of it or put it permanently. Mm -hmm. And obviously when it comes to the rules about that, it's that um, I think the rule is that you, you can go back, you can get rid of it permanently. It's easier to go, you get rid of it permanently than it is to have daylight savings permanently all year round. Because I think you have to go through Congress in order for it to be approved. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's why like, yeah, it's e so it's easier to get rid of it than to have it on all 12 months. And I know for states like Florida, they want to do it. I know like it's already been passed in state senates and state bills. And I think even here on Delmarva, I think we even ran a story just a few weeks ago where they were talking about, um, you know, to end just this whole biannual change. Mm -hmm. You know, they just want to keep it, um, they want to keep it in daylight saving. I think this is the one that we have from, um, I think I want to say Delaware. I'm trying to see here. Or to Delaware or Maryland. But yeah, it's one of our stories that we ran. It's actually Maryland, to be exact. And yeah, they want to keep it in daylight saving time. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah. But then again, the only problem is that with, the problem with daylight saving time is if you want to keep it permanent is you also have to have neighboring states agree with it as well mm -hmm. because if not then you're going to jump um, too many nearby states are going to have too many different times and that's just going to create a lot of confusion for everyone and so like to continue going this history of some confusion is that after world war one president woodrow wilson wanted to keep daylight savings yeah. he enjoyed it he liked it and i've heard this too that um why we have daylight savings is because farmers wanted it. Yeah. But that's actually a myth, apparently, that farmers didn't want it because, you know, they might have gained that hour in the evening. But our high temperatures, as we had throughout the next couple months, happen about an hour or so later than what they did in the fall and the winter. So now you have farmers out there during the hottest parts of the day still working when it's still fairly warm outside, where in the morning, they could get a lot of that work done when it's a bit cooler out there. So that was a huge part as to why they were opposed or farmers were opposed to daylight savings. So, and the country after World War I was mostly rural, so they abolished it after World War I just for a bit. But then once um, World War II did happen and, US, and the U.S. joined the war, uh, FDR decided to reinstate it and then he called it wartime. And flash forward now to the 21st century, in 2007, the Energy Policy Act of 2005 went into effect, expanding the length of daylight saving time to the present timing that it is now.
So now it's modern, still part of an energy act. So this was still instated for along the lines of conserving energy. And we are not the only country who observes this. So fewer though than 40% of the world's country observe daylight saving times. However, those who do observe it take advantage of the natural daylight in the summer on the evenings. Especially as you get closer to the equator, you'll see people taking advantage of this more according to researchers. Yeah. So, no, yeah, absolutely. I know the... So, yeah, so the other thing is, is like you said, it's just, uh, you know, it's always been fluctuating. They always make changes to it. So, I feel like it's just going to be a constant battle until, um, you know, until we can all come to an agreement on mm. what time it is. Because I know like a lot of the problems with this daylight savings time is that if you change, like I mentioned a second ago, yes, it will create confusion within states, but then a lot of people believe, why don't we just shift part of these states in the United States into another time zone? I know mm -hmm. like a lot of people in the New England, uh, you know, in New England especially, where the sun rises so, uh, the sun sets so early in the winter, at that point, you know, yeah, daylight saving time, it helps, but yet you're still going to be seeing the sun set earlier than everybody else. So it's like, you know, the, the debate could be there. Why don't you just move over to the Atlantic standard, Atlantic time zone instead of staying in the Eastern time zone? And that's the thing that a lot of confusion is if we do, you know, keep mm. daylight savings time the year round is that it looks like you're almost part of a different time zone instead of another. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's just a whole enchilada of a mess here, but... And, I mean, I know a lot of states are pushing these bills, but yeah. I um, think, like they said, that's the, there's a reason why it has to go through Congress, because there has to be a uniformity, yeah. or if not, you're just going to get confused every time you drive a state line. And, like, going off of what you said, Ulysses, about how two states um, don't observe it, who don't, are Hawaii and Arizona, who don't observe daylight savings time, and then your exception, though, was the Navajo Nation to that in Arizona. But taking a look at this legislation is that Florida is trying. Yeah. Again, for a state like Florida, this does benefit them as tourists would technically be out later. So that tourism yeah. is a huge part of their economy. Yeah. So you're seeing these places where tourism is a huge part of their economy wanting to have that extra hour because that's an extra hour for them to have revenue for people to be outside. Yeah. I'll be honest, the moment the sun sets, I'm staying inside. So... Places, though, like what you're saying, New England, they're the ones who see the most drastic changes with this. This really throws off them at both times that we have daily savings starting and daily savings ending because they're the ones who see such a huge difference in the sunrise and the sunset throughout the year. But you're right that they weren't the only state who's tried to propose this legislation, Florida, to Congress. There are uh, 15 other states who've tried to make similar moves with this, and that includes Arkansas, Alabama, California, Delaware did, Georgia, Idaho, Louisiana, Maine, Ohio, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming. And this is according to the state of Florida in the report that they're not the only state yeah. who has tried to change this, that other states have tried to change this. And a lot of the states, what you're seeing is that we have a few of them along the Gulf there. So a few of them that want those longer days, who want that extra revenue in for tourism. Because yeah. it's such a huge boost to them in more ways than one. They're not just gaining an hour, but they're gaining more money if people were to stay out later. Yeah, they'll eat more. They'll, um, you know, they'll just go out more. So, you know, it's like you said, it's all, especially in Florida, you know, like just that hour, extra hour daylight just to have it, 
you ra- enough for them. It's, they'd rather have that extra hour in the evening than have it in the morning when people are still sleeping. When, like you said, it's just all about economics, you know, more money funneling into the state, mm-hmm. um, you know, businesses. I know, like, it, it, I mean, I know that extra hour makes a big difference, especially during this time of the year, uh, you know, like the mood, just the mood of a person to say, hey, I want to go out still because the sun is still out, you know, so that that makes a big difference. So I can understand why these states are pushing for it, but you know, will mm-hmm. we ever see a day where we're all com- the entire country will be permanently in daylight savings time? Who knows? I mean, this is just going to be a constant battle, um, you know, between the yays and the nays, and and then the fact that like you know, there's certain states that are, are a little more complicated as well, like Florida. Florida itself, most of the state is in the eastern time zone, but then you have the western panhandle, mm-hmm. which is like Pensacola and Panama City, in the central time zone. So that's that's another thing they also have to deal with is like how do they if they were to do that how would they fix that Mm -hmm. problem with that part of the state as well so and something else too is that you know we might change our daylight savings to be on the second sunday in march and the first sunday in november but countries around the world don't change their clocks on the same date i was looking at some data for europe that most european countries um start will be starting daylight savings on March 27th this year. So that's a little later than what we do. So daylight savings, I guess you could say is controversial on the global scale too, because now it puts um, the time differences between nations differently uh, for multiple times of the year. And for when they end um, daylight savings, it's the last Sunday in October. So theirs is a little shorter than what ours is technically, just by a week and a half. Yeah, I remember 15 years ago, I think here in the U.S., they passed a bill where they extended daylight savings. I remember it used to be the first Sunday in April and the last Sunday in October. And now, obviously, um, you know, we gained a couple weeks out of it. We gained an extra week in the back end. And then we gained, um, I think, an extra like three or four weeks in the front end. So we gained an extra month. So I have some daylight saving time myths here. Now, it doesn't look like they're myths. I just don't think they're proven theories. There's research behind this, but only like one group. So it's not proven. These are just things people have found. But the first one says, turns out people tend to have more heart attacks on the Monday following the spring forward switch to daylight saving time. Researchers reporting in 2014 in the journal Open Heart found that heart attacks increased 24% on that Monday compared with the daily average number for the week surrounding the start of daylight savings time. And another one says that um, a study published in 2009 in the Journal of Applied Psychology showed that during the week following the spring forward part, mine workers got 40 minutes less sleep and had 5.7% more workplace injuries than they did during any other days of the year. Now this one, I think I could back this one up that pets may notice the time change as well because we set routines for our dogs. Like, you know, you feed them at a certain time, you walk them at a certain time and they might, they can't read a clock. Let's be honest here. As much as I love to think my dog's so smart. I know he's not that smart yet, but they can tell with the sun being out, you know, what time you're feeding them at maybe because my dog follows the sun on the floor. So he knows when he's going to go outside next. He knows when he's going to eat. So they're saying their myth is that dogs may notice the change too. 
Now, I don't think they exactly know what's happening, but they might notice the days are getting longer, you're taking them outside a little longer. I can vouch for that one, that Kona on Sunday. Normally, he wakes up at, well, in the winter, he woke up around 6.30 in the morning. On Sunday, he slept until 8. It was great. I loved it. It was beautiful, and then he didn't eat until noon, and I was like, this is amazing. Daylight savings should happen more often so I can sleep in, but he doesn't get up until he sees the sun, and he didn't really see the sun until like 7.30 on Sunday morning, so maybe let us know if your pets noticed the time change, or maybe they're, they're enjoying that extra hour of sunlight at night because maybe you're letting them roam around the backyard a little longer. So... Those are just a few of the myths from the website. I could see the increase in workplace injuries just because I can imagine people losing an hour of sleep, being a little bit more tired maybe on that Monday after daylight savings. Now, the health ones, maybe that's just some anomalies in data there, but I mean, again, the workplace injuries, I could see that, or making more mistakes at work on a Monday. I could see that with losing that hour of sleep. No, yeah, I can see that. And I know, like, they also mentioned, like, how mon that Monday's also, like, there tends to be more accidents when mm -hmm. it comes to, like, car accidents as well, like, the Monday after the change as well. But, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, all you can do is just, you know, like, just follow your sleeping patterns and mm -hmm. just adjust. Like, if you had to sleep the extra hour before, to get that extra hour back, maybe sleep that extra hour <laughs> earlier on Saturday or if not Friday night, you know? Yeah. Or you could just be like I did this Saturday night and just wait till the actual time change to happen. I stayed up till it changed from 1.59 to 3 a.m. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to bed because I, won't let, it, I, won't, let it, I won't let it get that hour away from me. My fiance made a good point that people who work overnight shifts, so like... I guess like some TV people might do this, but if you have to clock in for work, that when you you know fall back an hour, you're working an extra hour if you're working overnight, but when you spring forward, you're working a shorter shift. So there's some perks to that. I know he said that one place that he worked at in college that people who did the overnight shift, they wouldn't get paid for that extra hour for falling back because technically they weren't going to be working that extra hour in yeah. March. In so see what your place of employment does about daylight savings, even overnight shifts like that. Yeah, I know like somebody, on, I saw somebody on Twitter, they joked around, it's like, why is it at two in the morning? Why can't they just like put it at 10 a.m. <laughs> or like 3 p.m. So like that way your shift looks shorter, you know, on That's that day. But then again, like you said, the counter argument will be that when you fall back, that day will become a lot longer because yeah. you're going to work a nine hour day instead of a seven hour day. So like you said, you're just going to gain that hour back mm -hmm. um, sometime later. So maybe that's why they do it at two in the morning because less people work at that time and only people that work overnight shifts are only really uh, affected by that. You know, Maybe, maybe. I always get really bad anxiety about it that my alarm or my phone's not going to yeah. change. But it did change. I woke up on Sunday around my normal time. I woke up on Monday at my normal time for work. So I guess that's the power of technology to make sure that I know. Oh, yeah. I saw the time change on my clock and I was like, did oh. You, did you screen record it? No, I didn't screen record it. But Reese's. I did tell. But I did. No, but I did see the. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching certain shows and I could tell that the programming was set from um, the 1 a.m. show mm. to the 3 a.m. show, and they skipped, they jumped over to the 2 a.m. show because I was watching Law and Order SVU <laughs> at 1 in the morning, and then at 3 in the morning, I changed the channel and I was watching Monk. So, oh, 
There you go. So I have memorized the programming of what I watch on the weekends, and I was like, okay, this is, so yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's pretty much all we have to say about daylight savings. I guess for this week, enjoy these above average temperatures. We could see temperatures in the 70s here at the end of this work week and just start off your weekend. Only two chances for rain in the forecast this week, St. Patrick's Day and then Saturday. And now Saturday, we will cool down behind the system moving through on Sunday, but not too bad. Forecasting temperatures right now to be around 60 degrees on Sunday and sunny skies. That's also the first day of spring. So the first day of spring might be a good day to go outside and spend like the whole day outside this weekend. No, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, the first day of spring, it's going to be great weather, um, you know, and the fact that, you know, we're, um, we actually arrived at 12 hours of daylight earlier than that. I think it's like St. Patrick's Day is when we get to like, our, it's called like the Equalax or Equalox mm -hmm. or something like that. I, I apologize if I screwed up the word, but yeah, it's the day where we officially get to 12 hours of daylight because, you know, I know we always mention how the Equinox is usually, it's the, de the Latin definition is equal nights, e equal days and equal nights, but we technically tend to have that a little bit before mm. the Equinox. So I think it's usually St. Patrick's Day when we get it here on Delmarva. So we're already going to be enjoying 12 hours of daylight, uh, you know, before the weekend even Maybe begins. you will. I'll be asleep. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it's going to be, uh, so you, you said like, we're going to have nice weather. We're going to cool off a little bit on Sunday, but Not too still bad. We're, we're still going to be still above nice. average. So. Is this window weather? Is your heat off? Yeah. Oh my, yeah. My heat is off. And I think, you know, we've been, we're going to start opening up the windows more because we're starting to feel now that our apartment is starting to warm up a little bit mm -hmm. too much. Um, Oh, the air conditioning might come on soon. Uh, yeah, well, we're trying to avoid that. I think I think once we get above 80 degrees outside, that's okay. probably when we will start turning on the AC. I have turned it on in the car already, but that's because I feel like my car is a little different than my apartment, you know? Yeah, that's uh, true. That's yeah. true. But uh, but definitely but definitely my apartment, we're going to try to open up the windows more. So definitely more window weather, yeah. but definitely shorts weather. So I'm, I'm more of a, I'm happy that I can get to wear my shorts once You're again. You're wearing pants right now. It's well, not shorts work. weather. Well, I'm at work though, you know, like if I could, I would wear shorts to work, but you know, but I'm just saying in general, like when I'm, you know, during my days off, I wear shorts. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this week's edition of Weatherwise. We enjoy talking about daylight savings. I don't enjoy this because as you all know, I wake up very early, but thanks for listening. And of course we bring you some weather. Weather wisdom, everyone. On every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in next week.